0: Take your shoes off, but not if you're driving. Turn up the volume. This is a Tour collection. My name is Charlie, and this is Jack. Hello. The Rack collection is all about <laughs> stories, ideas, and really whatever the hell fits into an hour, give or take. Jack, how was your week?
1: Uh, you know, pretty good week. And sorry, kinda I took a sip of coffee and then in my head I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm about to <laughs> oh, boost. No. I, I have to say just it's cut coming. it out. <laughs> <laughs> Really good. Uh, no, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> coughing and very <clears> good. <throat> <throat> um, you know, it's been it's been a good week. Uh, very productive. Uh, obviously, we got had our little first test episode of the podcast go out. I've mm-hmm. uh, been cooking a lot more from home, mm-hmm. oh, and ties into we the been, episode. We, yeah, we've been doing a lot more budgeting, sticking to the budget. Nice. Uh, we deep we deep cleaned uh, most of the apartment, which is super oh. nice. And, uh, today we actually went on like a, a, a hike, like a little smaller, like nature hike. We drove about oh. 25 miles out. Yeah. That's what we were doing uh, today. Oh my gosh. Where'd, where'd we go? We went to Bears Glen. Bears that's Glen. That's it's called. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. been there. I, th- I think it's, it's very Robbers Cave-esque, honestly. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Very cool. We'll have to, we'll have to go there sometime. Hmm. How was your weekend? Weekend. Week. Week. <laughs> weekend. Dang it! Start over. Start it over. Um, <laughs> no.
0: It my week's been pretty good. I've been adjusting from the night shift I've been on to the early morning mm-hmm. shift. so I've been having to wake up at like five in the morning.
1: Yes. Which have you been enjoying that more? Or?
0: So it's been hard just to like, especially on my days off, going into a day working. Like tonight, I have to go to bed by like mm-hmm. nine thirty, so I can be up by like five thirty. But my brain is definitely yeah. not like ready to go to sleep at that time. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty easy just adjusting to that, just keeping up with my daily writing, um, you know, routine of cleaning the kitchen, also doing some cooking for myself. So, <laughs> <Cooking>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's been, that's been about my week. It's been, um, I always feel kind of bad cause I don't feel like I ever have specific stories to talk about. But I guess Mm -hmm. for me, a lot of my important time comes from being an introvert and just spending a lot of my time recharging for my very extroverted job.
1: Yeah, I mean, and think of it like, you know, we're like COVID still a thing. So it's kind of hard to go out and do like a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, because I
0: used to do a lot of stuff before COVID, too. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and delve into This episode's topic, a topic long-awaited, long-requested, I would say, that topic is cooking.
1: Cooking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The general idea is we're going to kind of trace not only meals we have cooked, but what was cooked for us um, as kids. Um, Jack and I being brothers growing up in the same house, we had a lot of home-cooked meals from our mom. Um, Of course, our dad cooked meals. And it's kind of interesting thinking about how they went back and forth between their meals, which I think is a really great place to start. So I'm going to really first talk about the meals I remember mom making versus the meals I remember dad making. So I have to first give a lot of props to our mom who, (laughs) I mean, like... With the amount of kids, so she has six kids. Uh, me, mm-hmm. I'm the eldest. Jack is, you know, second in line. Um, four, you know, four more beneath us. Yeah, second line, they get food too. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but of our mom just coming up with so many different meals. I mean, especially as oh, I've yeah. been cooking for myself, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna make? Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine having to cook for?
1: six other kids total of eight people in the house total of eight people um yeah kids you know, who were she picky ha- she knew a lot of the yeah she knew a lot of the recipes from memory but like she had mm-hmm. she had and has a really old like cookbook you know with all yeah. like the yellowed pages mm-hmm. and her little like she's written all this stuff down in there it's 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 interesting yeah. if you ever look at it.
0: little scraps and stuff yeah you know i remember so i'll call out specifically which I'm sure everybody can say this about their mom, but our mom's chili, delicious. Mm. It's a recipe that I still use to this day. Um, super simple. You like sp- you, Yeah, you spice it up a little bit. I do spice it up. I do like spicier things, which is funny because you know our mom likes spicier things too, but having so many kids that didn't like spicy things, I don't think she made them as spicy, so she'd always be adding like Tabasco sauce to her, <laughs> to her meals. That was a must-have. Yeah, so... Uh, mom's chili, and then our dad, we never really had a grill. So I feel like our dad specialized in like breakfast foods, and I really remember our dad's omelets. Like you would come in and he'd be oh like, "Gosh, what do you want on your omelet?
1: And, you know, it would be like everything. <laughs> We're not even awake yet. He'll It'd wake just... us up to that question.
0: <laughs> It'd be like a mismatch of just like – Anything that he could find in the kitchen. And they were always delicious. Like, he just had this art to them that were, like, you'd mm-hmm. eat them fluffy. Mm. The perfect level of, like, I was trying to think of something other to say than salt. But the perfect level of, like, saltiness. Oh. They were they were it's always so pepper, good.
1: Pepper. Veggies if you wanted Meats if you wanted <laughs> Jack's like, I never like eat veggies.
0: Feta cheese. Oh.
1: Feta mm. cheese.
0: Olives. Things that Jack doesn't like. So, Jack, what... What meals do you remember mom making and dad making? And you can kind of wrap it up into anything else you remember about, especially those early days.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously like mom's chili is a highlight one. And she, the, the cornbread she would make with it. Yeah. Super good. Like I remember loving that a lot. Uh, I She didn't make it a lot. But do you remember her making her Limbus bread? Limbus. Yeah, I do remember the Limbus bread super super good it was usually around i want to say like, thanksgiving ish time yeah um do you want to clarify was, what
0: the limbus bread actually was so people don't think so it's literally at, the lord of the rings food no, <laughs> the so, I mean, bread.
1: if i can if if i have to describe it accurately it was kind of like somewhat accurately it was kind of like a fluffy biscuit basically mm-hmm. you know very much like just a really well done homemade biscuit, yeah. But like very, it's not like a break. It's it's not a breakfast biscuit though. It's like, I don't know. I have to find the recipe. <laughs> yeah, I no. I made, you know, I made it once too, and I didn't make it as good. Yeah, it was still freaking good.
0: No, yeah, it was basically like uh, a like a yeah, yeah. I guess it was kind of a biscuit, more a little bit crispier. Than like a biscuit, but mm-hmm. still kind of tender on the inside, a little chewy. Yeah, um definitely on like a, the saltier side, like not like a sweet biscuit. Like because what we mm-hmm. put butter on the top of it,
1: butter or honey, or you could pair honey. it with. We pair it, you know, with chili Ooh. or like yeah. with any like, kind of like anything you of all at purpose. the dining table, basically. Exactly, an all-purpose bread. Yeah, ranch. I'm kidding. Put ranch on it, but uh, I mean, if I ranch. if I have to really top it off like. <laughs> Mom's Sorry. homemade pizzas. Oh,
0: that's a, yeah, that's a good which,
1: one. Which, I mean, super plain, super simple, but so like good you could do anything you want with them. Mm-hmm. Any ingredients on top? You could put any sauce on them. Mm-hmm. Just and she, it was so unique because she'd make them in her uh, like the large flat. Oh, about the, the the pans? The
0: ba- yeah, the baking trays. Yeah,
1: the baking trays. But a large uh, flat baking trays. And just cut out the squares not triangles like yeah. the square homemade that's one of my favorite things that she would make mm. and with dad breakfast is obviously up there but he would also make when we did have a grill sometimes mm-hmm. he would make you know he was all about breakfast like he said all about breakfast so sausages bacon yeah. mm. you know omelets oatmeal all that kind of stuff yeah. he come in the morning jack you want some uh hot chocolate you want some coffee you know, just being that kind of wake up in the morning. When you woke yeah. up, like Tom Petty's playing, you know, and you smell like, you hear like the, <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. I'm like, yeah. it's a good morning. It's a good morning. Yeah. So. I mean,
0: you know, it's funny because like before we kind of get into our next question, um, there are so many things we could bring up. You know, our mom's coffee cake, um, our mom's cookies. Oh. Our, our mom used to make these delicious, this chocolate chip banana bread. She used to make these peanut butter oatmeal and chocolate chip mm. cookies, like I could go on and on about how many delicious things that she made are, are you know, the traditional like chocolate birthday cake that she still makes, you know, that I had what just a couple weeks ago, like things that are so mm-hmm. delicious still. And I'm like, and I guess what gets me is that she does it all with like seemingly ease. I'm sure it wasn't easy all the time, like especially growing mm-hmm. up and like getting older, but like she's always like, Oh yeah, just whip this together. And you're like, well, this
1: delicious yeah, like, meal this white chicken chili I this. mean I n- I never saw her look at a recipe really like mm-hmm. unless it was something she really didn't make very often like it's all all from memory which yeah, is-
0: that's definitely been an inspiration for me and that's exactly how I cook mm-hmm. now
1: um so
0: kind of with a little bit of a history of course I feel like we could have a whole episode about the meals we used to have um but Jack what was the first yes. meal? That you tried to make. It can either be the first meal you were guided through. Or the first meal you mm-hmm. try to make on your own. Dealer's choice.
1: So I'm I'm really struggling to think of one here. Other than the time I first tried to make. I believe it was the first time I tried to make like just eggs. Scrambled eggs. Okay. I think I was. Walk me through the process. Six, five or six years old. Okay. And so I remember waking up. And it's. I think I was feeling really good about the day. Oh. I had on a nice little sweater. I'd comb my hair over because it was picture day at school. Oh, okay. You know, and so I was like, I'm feeling good. Like, I can do this. And so, <laughs> got to, you know, I'm I'm not t- quite tall enough to, like, be working right. with the oven. Yeah. But I was like, you know, Mom, I can make my eggs this morning. And I threw it. My mom was like, it'll be fine. If he needs help, I ask for help. Me being stubborn, me didn't ask for help. Right. So, I'm up there. You know, I crack the eggs on there. And I just, I don't know what happened. But I remember knocking the skillet off the oven somehow i pulled it down or not like i don't know how yeah and it fell onto my foot mm. and just like burn my foot <laughs> and that hurt i think i also burned my hand trying to move it off to my thumb oh my gosh. i think that was that was the day that i had a, this ice pack on my hand and then all right jack we're taking your photo took the ice <laughs> pack off snap the photo slightly the pained smile <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean I, bl- I believe that's how it went um other than that I mean most of it's like simple breakfast items I feel like is what I started trying to make trying to help make mm-hmm. I don't remember like other than like noodles maybe what I did right. for lunch or dinner so right as a kid, it would have to be like the scrambled egg that scarred me from scrambled eggs for a couple of years. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, what about you? What was the first thing you made or tried you know, so to make and failed? Thinking about it, I don't really
0: remember like something that early. Um, I think I helped my mom a lot, especially around like that early age. I do remember in middle school because I was homeschooled in middle school, um, taught by my mom, taught, bat, uh, taught math by our grandma. Um, I do remember one recipe, like an easy recipe my mom always used to do, was just like baking frozen chicken breasts. So I remember mm-hmm. I would do that a lot for myself. And then the first thing I really, really? yeah, the first thing I really remember making on my own was, uh, mom's Reuben recipe. Some rye bread, corned beef. You did make that all Sauerkraut, uh, thousand island dressing, Swiss cheese, you know, butter sides of the bread. You get it all fried. You know, that's something I still make today and something that I think really informed me that it broke kind of that flavor mold of, I don't know, Midwest America, where it was it was slightly different. I mean, you know, p- anybody who's had a Reuben is not going to be like, oh, man, the Reuben is the height of taste and culinary culture. But <laughs> yeah. for, like, a kid, you know, like, having, like, a sauerkraut and, like, the dressing and, like, just those different tastes really broke me out of that. And I can tell you now that, like, I've made so many different, like, types of Rubens. I'm mean, like, oh, this will probably get yeah. good together just because of that it's knowledge. Definitely-
1: yeah, it's like a smorgasbord of, you know, flavors you either know kind of go well together and you're like, I'm going to piece it together or right. you're like, oh, I feel like I'm something a bit different or you kind of splice together, spice it together with what, with what you have. So, you right. Know.
0: And I mean, now I will say that I don't think I've made a Reuben as good of mom's, you know, like, and it could be that thing where it's like, you know, food being made for you is always going to taste better, but I don't think I've made a Reuben as good as mom's like, that's still the the goal. Um,
1: have been as good as moms?
0: I know I made those uh the aforementioned you know peanut butter oatmeal and chocolate chip cookies. Oh, those are so good! Mm-hmm. Like I remember just eating those. yes yeah, six mean, eight
1: cookies. T- taste oh is fine. I just do this. something about the texture. I I don't. I never can't under- under- do. Yeah, it. I've never understood that. But I I I love oatmeal. I love chocolate chip cookies you know the homemade ones yeah i do not like peanut butter say so, yeah peanut butter chocolate chip cookies with oatmeal right i don't like those i just don't
0: okay so the only thing i can bring this up and so i have to go a little bit back so when i first was i don't know eating lunch meat i used to just take lunch meat like out of the container and eat it by itself right yeah. so who, i who hasn't who hasn't <laughs> who who um
1: Ooh. I
0: remember I ate some roast beef and I remember I was out on her swing set, swinging back and forth, popped a piece of roast beef in my mouth and I like chewed on. So <laughs> I chewed on like the fat, fatty bit of the roast beef and it for some reason it just triggered my gag reflex and I stopped dead in the tracks <laughs> and just threw up on the ground. Oh, and no. ever since then, literally even to this day, if I eat like a fatty bit of chicken, a fatty bit of steak, mm-hmm. it still triggers like that I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can eat this bite. Ooh. Like I yeah. can't do it. And it's funny. Cause like, uh, my girlfriend will, you know, she can eat the fatty bits, like no problem. Like it doesn't bother her. But like that texture, I guess that's the only thing I could compare it to is like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Like you get Chipotle, get some steak in there. There's a little bit of a fatty, chewy bit of steak. I'm like, I don't know if I can keep eating this bite in my mouth. And honestly, honestly, Jack, I usually will pull up a napkin, spit it into the napkin, spit all the food out and throw it away. Yeah. And I
1: keep eating. You see, I think there's not a lot that makes me gag when it comes to food. I think part of it is just like, I don't know. Like it just not a lot bothers me. Right. Really? So I'm chewing some fat. I'm like, I'll try chewing chew on it for a minute. And this is not getting chewed. Really? Into a napkin, he'll throw it away. Right. But I don't really gag to anything. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the last food I gagged to. I mean, I can't. sounds weird when you say it like that. The last food I gagged to. The last food I gagged on.
0: (laughs) I mean. Stop making the sound effect. Why are you making the sound effect?
1: (laughs) I didn't make a sound effect.
0: Oh, it sounded like you went. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, maybe I did it on just you know, I think you just did instinct, but I also moved my cup at the same time, but oh. I think I I can't stand the taste of uh kombucha. Huh. Okay. Doesn't it doesn't make me gag, but I'm like mm-mm, uncultured mm-mm. son
0: of a bitch. Anyways, next question. <sighs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um so going into our favorite meals we've kind of talked about this but a favorite meal (laughs) favorite meals as a kid uh fast food that we had um school lunches it's funny because i growing up fast food was always kind of a treat for us and i remember Mm -hmm. it would be like it would be like we're going to brahms and for those who don't know brahms is like a restaurant a restaurant Do the bag of burgers <laughs> the bag of burgers uh brahms is kind of like cook tonight i don't know how i describe brahms for somebody who's never been it because it's not quite like mcdonald's it's maybe closer to like carl's jr not. or like i'm trying to compare it somewhere like a big fast food chain anyways it's just a burger and ice cream place and you'll know, get there they have a more crinkle. no more
1: notably ice cream i'd say
0: yes they have like a you know, crinkle waffle cut fries we would get, maybe get a chocolate shake. It's so funny. I remember before I, you know, actually developed taste and enjoyed food, I would just eat a uh, hamburger with just ketchup on it. Which I know we'll we'll get I'll let you talk in a second, Jack. But um nowadays it's like, no, I pile my hamburger with everything on it. You throw some lettuce on there, you mm-hmm. throw some pickles, you get some a little bit of ketchup some mustard on there you get some onion you can uh, literally you could put anything on there and i would probably be like yeah that's good but anyways do you do you still eat your hamburgers plain without like any type of toppings on i mean them? so
1: i really I, I enjoy my hamburgers with throw and some cheese, cheese. And I like, yeah just just throw some cheese and <laughs> some ketchup on there you know and i'm and i'm happy with it cuz i guess the thing is like for to me like a burger is unless it's homemade, is right. very like, you know, you're you're just eating some food. It's just sustenance, you know. It's like no big deal. No burger is really that good unless you have a good home cook, like home cooked burger. I think. Oh so man, when I good burger I don't at home, I'll, I'll put some, I'll put some tomato, some lettuce on there. But no the way, part, you put tomatoes
0: and lettuce on there.
1: Yes. Okay. Nowadays. Okay. Like no, talking like past me. like three years. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pressed three years one time, did I mean, the whole thing.
1: You know, I but gotta go, gotta go back to that home cooking. I think my favorite meal as kid was mom's homemade pizzas. Mm-hmm. Every time I had way too many slices of that, mm-hmm. you know. But phew, that's my that's where I developed my passion for ranch. So ranch, you know, I just recently- ranch and homemade <laughs> pizza.
0: <laughs> I just recently made my own um homemade ranch. It was really good. I made like I made like two jars of it. Um, it was it was delicious. <laughs> you you can start
1: you can start selling
0: that. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's, it's not, not I, a sticker
0: on there. I don't think it's worth selling. It's just ranch, but I wanted to like make my own because I'm trying to be a little bit more conscientious about what I actually eat and you know mm-hmm. what I'm putting into my body. Yeah, I, say, I say I say that, that kind there, of half heartedly so. because it's just like. It's one of those things that I feel like I have to do, and that like I definitely am not a teenager anymore and can't just eat anything. Like I've always kind of been a big guy, but I've just noticed, especially like when I eat like healthier food, like I do feel better, and it's, so that's something mm-hmm. I've
1: been trying to kind of follow. Well, and I mean another thing is like you—you've kind of been a big guy, but you're also like six three, so I mean it's not. True. I hold you know, it very you're well. You're always going to be you're always going to be a big guy got those thunder like, thighs i'm I'm just gonna throw in some actual, dude i'm gonna throw in some actual <laughs> numbers i'm I'm six one i'm two thirty right now okay i I carry it pretty well
0: yeah because you know? i mean you look you yep. look pretty trim you've well, always you've always you've, you've, you've always I, I, kind
1: of, you've you' taken more of her mom's side though with that I watched the house video that me and jack henry made a long time ago yeah and uh dude I was thin in that video mm-hmm. i I've, I've thickened up a bit since then <laughs> thickened up dumb, <laughs> but going back, so mom's pizza, fast food. You got a favorite fast food? A favorite fast food?
0: I, I mean, honestly, all fast food is kind of good. Um, dollars yeah, so for donuts, kind, kind I, of good rate. I think like Kinda McDonald's is always good, like, gotta hand it to McDonald's. Like, I think they're doing something right there. Um, but, I, I you Please. know, I don't get fast food that often. Like, when I do, like, order, I'll usually just, like, DoorDash from, like, a restaurant or something mm-hmm. and make more of a night out of it. Like, oh, hey, we're ordering something mm-hmm. out rather than, like, a thing we do all the time. Because for a while yeah. there, I used to be really bad about, like, ordering food all the time. You and me both, brother. So, what about um, school think... lunches? What do, you, what do you remember
1: from school lunches? Well, I'm just going to say my favorite fast food place is Cane's, but we don't really... I'm on <laughs> day, like, 14 of no fast food, so... That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, But school lunch, I got to be honest with you, nothing sticks out, because for most of... I know. Like, the elementary school, out. you just kind of had elementary school food, which is kind of garbage. Um, I remember the chocolate milk... Yeah, they had strawberry milk and vanilla
0: milk sometimes. Strawberry milk is disgusting. I'm sorry, whoever likes strawberry milk, but like strawberry Van- milk is...
1: Vanilla milk is worse. Vanilla milk is w- uh, actually worse. Yeah, they're they're both bad. Strawberry milk is just gross. Uh, I mean, and then for like a lot of high school, I just got from the, stuff from the vending machines. You know, like I didn't... I didn't really eat lunch t- that often. Our high school was kind of interesting
0: because we had... So we had like a little snack thing. We had so we went to a charter school that was like in an office building. And well, how long were did you go to the one that was in the office building? I was in the office building for 3 years. Okay, so for most moved. of it. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, we had this little like s- like a snack hut that sold like candy bars and like, you know, I don't know, different sodas and stuff. And then they would like order in like pizza i remember they had like what like taco
1: bueno or something yeah like taco bueno pizza and a a good amount of like local places as well i think either every thursday or friday um they kind of order from somewhere
0: right and then you used to you would buy these punch cards like these 25 five dollar punch cards and everything costs something And so when you'd pay for something you just like hand them your punch card they would punch it and I used to be really bad about getting candy yeah. bars, which is probably why I don't have much of a sweet tooth now. Like, I remember I used to eat like, I would be, which like, is probably go, why I'm get, so fat
1: now. I mean. <laughs>
0: right. I mean, I would go get like a candy bar. and yeah. But it, that seems so crazy to mm-hmm. me now. Uh, they had like little Starbucks bottled Frappuccino things. Uh, yeah.
1: really anything. Um, I kind of had a lot of stuff that specifically on packages said not for resale, but you know. Yeah. They did. They did have a lot of those things. <laughs> um, I got fruit sacks a lot, cheese it's a lot, and Gardettos a lot. <laughs> gardettos.
0: I don't understand Gardettos. I don't think they're bad, but like people were like,
1: Bad Gardettos Um There's like two two of them in there I think like I like two of the things are in there. hmm The rest of it was like, whatever, someone else gonna have this garbage. But. <laughs>
0: So any you have anything the else to add about
1: like school lunches,
0: fast food or like favorite meals?
1: I mean, not really. I mean, the most memorable is obviously favorite meals from when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, fast food is fast food school lunches, like I said. Not very memorable. Nothing really sticks out. Yeah. Nothing sticks out.
0: Um so I'll let you take off this next question, but and this ties a little bit into, you know, high school and stuff, but uh changes from being a kid and not having any type of money at all and then to being a teenager and having a little bit of money mm-hmm. um for a little bit of context we lived right behind uh target and research and we could literally oh, yeah. jump our back fence and walk back behind the store and around and so we often would just walk to target and research and get stuff there and i know that's kind of like a big change because i can definitely think of some things i want to mention but why don't you go ahead and take it off
1: yeah so you know obviously when we were kids had a lot of home cooking sometimes we you know pizza like really it was sometimes uh and then just sometimes like just fast food you know not really mcdonald's is honestly it was a lot of brahms it was like what we would order out brahms. like we get yeah, food from we did not like get McDonald's very often. Like that was, I don't think we got it very much as kids, honestly. McDonald's right, McDonald's in the store. right in the stall. <laughs> 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 then we turned teens, like yeah, and we I got a bit of money because I started working at Skateland for a little while, oh, so land. I had some money. It's, it's horrible. Um, I uh, would go to Target, and there's a point where. I basically went through almost every like little Debbie snack, <laughs> like for for a week. Almost every other day, it was zebra cakes, zebra cakes, zebra cakes, zebra cakes. And then cakes. I was like, I, then I was like, I never want to have them again." Oh, <laughs> um, like the crunch cookie, crunch cookie, crunch cookie. I remember never that. Want yeah. Them again, uh, nutty bars, nutty bars, nutty bars, nutty bars stayed for a while. Never wanted them again. Um, every now and then I have a, sl- oh, every now and then I have a slight craving. For sorry, the screen, my screen on the computer blacked out, and I was like, "What happened?" And then I was like, "Oh, just I haven't touched it for a while." No. Um, <laughs> then that was pretty um, good. Hire me. That was that was very good. <laughs> um, did you do that line? Did you do uh, that? And the I that's I bought a lot of junk food. Um, yeah. And then that's about it junk food snack food hmm. and so obviously there's still the home cooking for a while but then there's also that little introduction of garbage you know because <laughs> yeah i was a teenager who didn't know how to spend money so. right so oh and f- uh, no here's some ahead. gloves from the store right oh here's an aerosol gun garbage 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 <laughs> garbage right oh here's um you know whatever so go ahead so for me, and I, I'm going to set the scene a little bit.
0: So, we used to have our one set of our cousins scene. over to stay the night relatively often. Um, so, this is... God, I'm really bad with years. So, this is back in, you know, the day when Fallout 3 was coming out, when Dead Space came out. We actually so had that, it, a big Fallout cutout of, like, a guy in power armor. Um, I remember that because I was grounded. <laughs> so... I remember buying. We used to buy a lot of the wintergreen lifesaver mints. We used to buy yes. a lot of Monster. That was like the first energy drink for us. Is like a lot of Monster. Um, you drink it only at night. I remember, especially at Reese's, like a local grocery store. They had the glass bottles of Sobe, and for the mm. longest time, they would sell those. I they were like a dollar twenty five, so they were pretty cheap. They would sell those and we they would, were actually very cheap and we would get them. And I had this huge collection of like all these different flavors. And I remember I love Sobe. And it's one of those things that I kind of remember fondly. I'm like, wow, I really wish I like still had those bottles or just the labels or something. But yeah, so the mints, mm-hmm. monsters, Sobe. Um, oh my gosh. yeah, I You know, just it up. buying sea salt and vinegar chips, uh, just like just junk and snack food. And um. You know, I I remember all that very fondly, like, you know, sitting down to play Dead Space until two in the morning, drinking Monsters, popping mints like they're actual candy. Um, You know, oh my, God. it's just things like that. I we,
1: don't know why. That
0: was just our thing. <laughs> and we didn't always have like a stable internet connection at our house. So we would like sometimes connect our PlayStation 3's internet to like the target Wi-Fi. <laughs> and we had this weird curse about <laughs> spilling things. Like I remember... Like our parents were probably playing like a Michael Buble song or Michael Bubble, as he's actually known, and we would like spill something or like, (laughs) we're like the curse. The curse is happening. (laughs) Um, But God, yeah, I remember all that like very fondly as like the moment where I gained that little bit of like uh, independence and like could actually get things I wanted to get. Mm. None of the things that were actually good for me, Um, of course. But, yeah, that's, I think that's kind of what I had to add to that is just, you know, the, those wintergreen mints. You know, I got them recently, and I, like, had mm-hmm. some, and I was like, these are so sweet. Like, I don't remember the being this sweet. I thought the same thing when I had some Sprite. got some Sprite, and I was like, God, was Sprite always this sweet?
1: Yeah, it's after you don't have, like, that much processed sugar, for a long time and you have it again suddenly it is very much almost like a shock you're like wow like i had dr pepper and i was like oh, dr. oh pepper. my gosh but like dark is like still super good in my opinion but like less sugar than pepsi and coca-cola but uh is that true it, it is it, it i think so i'm oh. pretty sure it's true hmm. don't hmm. do not quote me on that until i look it up personally but that's you know
0: yeah because like nowadays for me sugar. it's like Diet Coke, and then a lot of Lacroix. I love Lacroix, man. That's some I drink all the <laughs> some I drink all the time.
1: Lacroix.
0: So, before our next, um, I guess topic on cooking, we cooking, I have kind of like a whole bunch of different things. Um, I have cooking for ourselves as we got older into being adults. Um, for me. A- college college is not spelled correctly oh no i i, I know it wouldn't spell correctly i'll just type this out really quickly for me um my college days uh cooking there. uh first grocery store trip is something i definitely want to go into um failed meals successful meals um challenges we faced and then inspirations we found while cooking for ourselves
1: um mm-hmm. to kind of kick it off which Co- you yeah, know it's a lot to talk happened? about but Oh, we can kind of... its going to kick it off.
0: Yeah, it's going to kind of be piecemeal. We don't have to hit on every single one of those, but just as a general jumping-off point. So in college, I didn't have a car, and so grocery trips were like these big hauls, like, you know, once every two weeks. And I didn't really know how to cook for myself, and so I did a lot of simple things. I did do chili. Um, I did a lot of, like pre-made like I don't know like little breakfast meals like sausages and I did a lot of fried rice like I remember cooking rice a lot and that's also because I was broke like I was you know working part-time going to school and I was just broke and half most of the time Mm -hmm. I would kind of subsist on ordering Jimmy John's delivery it's a sandwich place and I would get a big sandwich i would get two bags of sea salt and vinegar chips and that would literally be my meal all day for the day. Yeah, yeah. For the, for the day. Um, you know, I, where I worked, I got like free food and meals. So that did definitely help. But mm-hmm. oftentimes it was, you know, just that. And then when I moved into my next apartment, my roommate who I would love to have on a show sometime. Um, but he, he cooked a lot more. Like he was way more into actually cooking. Like he, did his own chili and he made his own spices and he cut his own things and he made, oh, I remember wow. he used to do curry a lot and I think it was like pre-packaged mm-hmm. stuff, but like he did like chicken curry and yeah,
1: he'd spice it up. Though. Like,
0: yeah, like he like made some good stuff. You know, I remember I uh, got countless, you know, tabletop sessions of where we would literally go for like six, seven hours and it would be like, Oh, Hey, we would hang out for like an hour game for two and a half hours make dinner chill game some more until late in the night and then i would go straight to work we'd end at like two o'clock and then i would go straight to work at five o'clock i don't know how i did that on like a regular
1: schedule so much yeah i'm saying when you're younger i know it is easier it's crazy it hits it hits like a brick there's there's just the one time you do it and you're like i can't do it anymore (laughs) i know it's yeah
0: it's crazy but you know, something I, I do want to bring up, a weird thing that I I still, to this day, have, like, an unnatural amount of fear over. So, mm. I'm always scared of, after going to the grocery store, you get all your nice food. You're like, I'm so happy. I'll have food at home. Load all in the trunk. You're driving home. Do you know what my fear is? My fear is that yeah. someone's going to rear in the car. And, of course, it's going to do damage <laughs> to the car. But it's also going to, like, destroy all of the groceries in the back. I don't know why I worry about that so much, but I literally, every time I'm packing groceries into the trunk and I'm driving away, I'm like, what if someone rear-ends the car? Someone, someone like, rear-ends me. splats everything. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I know it's like, there's so many other things to worry about if someone were to rear-end your car, but <laughs> specifically, <laughs> I'm like so worried about somebody running into stuff As the you're the being rear-ended, my
1: groceries! <laughs>
0: cars flipping <laughs> no milk jug goes flying right <laughs> so uh what about you what What do you remember about you know your first grocery trips um i mean so really, I like really like your
1: grocery shop sorry like your beginning of like just cooking meals yeah so i didn't do like a lot of like big cooking for a long time mm-hmm. um i remember my first apartment, we lived right by a Walmart, so we made a lot of really small grocery trips. So, like, we hardly did big trips. That sounds nice. We used do many small ones throughout, like, the week. Yeah, it was super nice. But also, it kind of sucks, because it puts you in this mindset where you're like, oh, well, it's right there, so I don't really need to prep for anything. So you kind of spend more money right. than you should. Um, right. I don't really remember what we would make there. I remember, I think I remember making rice sometimes, but I mean, for a while, rice was real intimidating because it's, it's one of those things that you can mess up really easily. But once you got it, you got it. Yeah. Um. It's just also just like a lot of pizza and fast food, mm-hmm. just because you know it's, it's oh, easy. It's, it's actually it's it's easy. You know, at the time at the time it was for us it seemed cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And then I will say, at the second place I lived at, uh, we did one big grocery trip. And that it was like we spent like two hundred fifty dollars on groceries. Yeah, yeah. And that was like huge. Yeah. You know, like that, I was like, I this is like a mom shopping trip. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. But we like we stocked up. You know, and you used a lot of it. And then, but towards the end of that is, you know, that was that was with um an ex girlfriend of mine. And so towards the end of that, uh, it was it ended up just being me at that apartment. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot of money. I was working the cleaning job to have a ton of money at the time, so yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna try to make do." So I had rice and what else did I have? I had rice and something else. So that's all I made. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I was eating for like about a week or two. Yeah. Um, and occasionally what I get from like my parents' house because I'd go down there sometimes. Right. But I'm um, that was that was a bad time because I was not eating a lot, and that was like hard, for, like hard for me. Yeah, I I was like getting like I was super like that's when I was like super skinny. Yeah, I mean, that's like this is
0: that's very similar to my college days. You know, like when you don't, Mm -hmm. it's funny because I remember, you know, the first grocery trips I took living in my first apartment and I would get way too much food because I was just used to the amount of food we would get for, you know, our family. Yeah. And it would Mm -hmm. always be so weird because I'm like, wow, this food is going bad and not really making that connection of like revelation Mm -hmm. yeah not making that connection of like wait no i don't need to get a whole gallon of milk i don't need to get you know this the big box of snacks you know like i remember specifically with pop tarts i got like the big thing of pop tarts and i had like pop tarts for two weeks and i was like it was just weird to me that I'd open the cabinet. And I'm like, oh, I can have pop tarts anytime, and they're gonna be there. Because in our house, it was always like a scramble. Mm-hmm. It was like you get one pack of pop tarts, yeah. and then you would be lucky. Oh, you
1: didn't wake up early enough. You didn't. Yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd be didn't lucky. Wake up early enough in the house. Sorry, you missed out on the second pot of coffee that was made.
0: <laughs> right. You know. Um, so yeah, I I definitely relate to that. Uh, what about when you? So like now, like, what are your? What is your like? Um, meals look like now now that you have a little bit more of a stable life and you're a little bit you know you've had what years to kind of like
1: know yeah. how to
0: like prepare and take care of yourself
1: and so for so when you and i were living together um i would i would cook a lot of potatoes you know that's mm-hmm. I cook a lot of potatoes um a lot of like breakfasty kind of foods um and some chicken that's what i cook a lot of mm-hmm. but then my current my girlfriend laura she'll do most of the cooking nowadays it's kind of half and half like mm-hmm. and i'm i'm Steam and broccoli, steam and cauliflower, making rice, chicken. I'm actually like getting into like, you know, baking chicken a lot, but like also like making like my own marinades. Like I've I looked mm. up a couple, like online, made those, and now I'm kind of like I'm gonna wing it, you know, just kind of like right, make my own and see what I like, you know, what don't I like about. It. Like I make one, I made one last night. It was like a honey based kind of marinade, mm-hmm. but I added a bit too much so like a bit too much soy sauce to it. So next time, I just cut back on the soy sauce, you know, and that right. kind of stuff. And so. I'm getting really into just a lot of just, you know, making everything from scratch because it's it's really gratifying. And once you get into the the habit of it, it's really not hard to keep up with keeping things clean, doing the Mm -hmm. dishes, and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not hard. It just takes a bit of extra time, you know? And I've been making disclaimer not hard
0: when you're like cooking for yourself and maybe like one or two other people.
1: Yeah, it is harder when you're cooking for like a big family.
0: And they are using all or you know, or they use you two, two much separate with. plates. I totally understand why our mom started buying yeah. paper plates because <laughs> with the amount of plates we would use, it's like why would we
1: use actual plates? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I mean, I've been I've been making some homemade pizza dough, nice. uh, you know, doing that and making pizzas. I've been like doing some more bacon, like bacon. baking. Made made some cookies the other day, some peanut butter cookies. Asked uh, our sister for a recipe. So been just being a lot healthier recently. So yeah, and I it's, I, I feel good, you know. And I don't crave like fast food and stuff like that. I I really do feel like I'm kind of growing up as far as like what my tastes are and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because I'm I'm like I'm loving vegetables. I eat them all the time, you know, and cooking. Not really drinking any soda. So yeah. like, it's been it's been good, and. I just, I want to get better at, you know, I want to, I like the whole process of making dough. And so, you know, making breads and all that kind of stuff, I think is something I'd really enjoy getting into. And mom actually just gave us the old mixer she had. So that, oh, that nice. opens up some doors. Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm looking towards that. And so I watch a lot of Benching with Babish, uh, in oh. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of my two yeah, no. <laughs> inspirations really. Definitely. So um yeah and so what about you like what have you been cooking what have you been cook, eating cooking and, so we've been cooking
0: something to touch on i definitely still find that i do have like a fast food craving and i think it's just you know like <sighs> failure you know it's it's the salt and the oil of it all like I, it's just delicious like i had mcdonald's i had mcdonald's today and you know i think the big step for me is saying hey don't order this like go and get it and like so that's the challenge for me that i'm trying to not order so much food just because it's convenient but to like go and drive because ultimately when i limit myself to that that's when i find that i'm like the most successful because it's like you know i get home and i'm like do i really want to get out no well i guess i'll make myself something here um for me i think my cooking really started after i moved back from college and I was back in our parents' house for a while. And mm-hmm. I had just, I think I just got like my manager job, which turned out to be awful. But I was like feeling like, I don't know, like real like, Oh man, I'm an adult. I know what I'm doing. And so I was like, I remember I got into a juicing phase for a while where I did a lot of juicing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I had like extra money and that was the first time in my life that I had like extra money to like blow and spend and so I just buy like vegetables and stuff. And I would do like a lot of juicing. Um, I started to do I like, like jars. Yeah. Started to do like vegetable roasts. I did a lot like just, you know, put like broccoli, uh, cauliflower, asparagus, some potatoes, um, you know, throw that all in the oven, cook it for like 45 minutes with some like olive oil and salt and pepper. And that's, you know, kind of like the meal prep I'd have because then I just throw that in some, you know, containers, take that to work. And that's what I would eat. I eventually burned myself out on that because I was like, I just got tired of the taste uh for a while there especially inspired by I think like Gordon Ramsay and specifically I want to give a shout out not to like Kitchen Nightmares but Gordon Ramsay's like uh like his YouTube channel where he's like cooking at his like house. Oh it's such a nice house. It's dude. and it's like I guess that was the first time I like someone really broke it down for me and like showed me how to do something and I was like, oh like I can do that. Like and that's where I built up a lot mm-hmm. of confidence for testing things out and my standard became not like is this perfect but is this edible like is it edible and can i eat this and is it gonna taste good like you know and i stopped to worry so much and so i started experimenting more um and then of course yeah i have to give a big shout out for binging with babish who i think is really good at making you feel like it's okay to like not know what you're doing and to like actually teach mm-hmm. you some of these basics and like just the way he describes things and the way he like puts things together, I think is always like so good. And I've definitely like I can make a you know, a bomb ass red sauce now because of him like just learning yeah. the ingredients to get and just learning how to cook it. Like and just simply just that. Um so nowadays, you know, I rotate through a lot of meals. We did God, when COVID first hit, we did HelloFresh for a while. And that was really nice because I learned it really? expanded. Yeah, it expanded a lot more of my knowledge, like to do like pan sauces and combinations of different things. And that's kind of even to this day, that's kind of how I set up my meals where it's like you got your protein, you have your vegetable, and then you have maybe like a bread or like a side or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just for an example of something I've been doing recently that is delicious that you should definitely try. So I do a lot of potatoes. I like, I love right my down. potatoes. Um, I mm-hmm. got so you get. I usually do the like the you know the yellow the Yukon Gold potatoes. You slice them up into some thick fry wedges, throw them all in a bowl. You know, get a nice layer of olive oil, whatever spices you want. Um, shake them around and then don't put them in the oven. Get a nice big skillet, maybe even like a sauce like a big saucepan. Put it. Onto the stove, put a lid on there, turn it on high. So it collects a lot of steam and you can get these delicious like fries that are like really crispy, almost charred, depending on how, whatever you like on the outside, but still really soft on the inside and they're not dry at all. Tried that with some homemade ranch. Oh my gosh, man. You know, making my own homemade burger patties, like, and like adding different things to them. And oh man, we had like the best burgers I've had in a long time. And like we made them, and they were like giant and juicy and delicious.
1: Yeah, I just I just want to say like cooking at home definitely is like I'm still learning a lot, obviously, but like it is intimidating at first. At first, but it's super easy to get into. And like the best thing you can do is just start with some basic like baking chicken in the oven. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. I mean, it's usually just like oh, prep the marinade, do right. this, put it in there. You just leave it alone for 45 minutes. Yeah. maybe flip it over if you want to depending on like if it calls for it or not. But like, that's all you gotta do. So, like, I just encourage if anyone is listening, that hasn't been cooking from home. Just like start with some basics, ask your right. parents or just like Google. Like, like I, I do want to, like do want to say it. You might not like him. McGord Ramsey is like at home. Like it's a, like a hundred yeah. recipes to stick your like life on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, even like the basics that he does. Like it's a good place to just kind of wrap your head around it. Cause like, you don't have to be good. You just gotta try. So Right. What would you say is
0: probably the biggest roadblock into starting to like cook at home that you've run into? And uh, that's something that once you got over that roadblock, you were like, Oh, this is so much easier now.
1: Honestly thinking it it was gonna be expensive mm. to like do food a wise lot of like like food wise. Okay. Like, oh like I gotta get chicken and I gotta get oil and mm. I gotta get the spices and like you the way you got to look at it is like, I think once you kind of start prepping meals more. Right. Or like you have an idea of what you're going to make, then you kind of go to the store and you ha- you do that one big trip where you purchase right. the spices and the oils, but like you don't have to buy spices and oils for a good amount of time. And so then you're just buying your veggies, your meats or whatever, you know? So it's like, yeah, you're not going to spend that much money. Just that upfront cost to get the essentials, mm-hmm. maybe some cooking like if you need like an extra skillet, a cast iron skillet stuff like that, Yeah, that might be a roadblock. But other than that, you know, just you're not going to make it perfectly right each time, but you're going to make edible food. It's kind of, it is hard to mess up food. Yeah. You know? I,
0: I definitely think that's a really good takeaway is that, you know, coming from somebody and I would by no means, and I don't think you would call yourself either like a, you know, somebody who makes delicious meals. Like, you know, I mean, you know, we make good home cooking and I think, you know, yeah, it's, it is hard to mess up because it's like, ultimately, if you're cooking for yourself or you're cooking for your partner, like it's, it's not like, you're not going to like mess it up that much. And the challenge then becomes finding different things to make. I would Mm. say, excuse me, the, the biggest hurdle I think is having the proper tools. I think once you have, you know, a set of pots and pans um, and skillets, you know, having just the right tools, good cutting boards, good mixing mm-hmm. bowls, that I think is the biggest hurdle. Cause once you get over that, yeah. like that, then you have, you know, all your options are open to you. And like you said, yeah, like, you know, you buy the, you know, the thing of olive oil and you're like, God, oh, this is kind of expensive, but like that olive oil, that'll last you for like two, three weeks. You know, depending on how much you use mm-hmm. it. I mean, I use olive oil not daily, but probably every other day, you know, just a little bit there on the pan. Yeah, same. Uh, you know, I I really like nice expensive butter because I feel like it just tastes so much better. You know, good expensive butter
1: will last you a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, and I will say, like, stuff like the most you're going to get is like, oh, it's, it's a bit salty. You right. Know? Okay, next time, don't add too much salt. The thing is, you're going to find out their ingredients salt, pepper, Um, soy sauce especially just like Mm -hmm. those really i don't know how to describe that flavor but just those really strong flavor profiles like you're gonna those are flavors that you really want to follow those to the t don't really experiment with those too much because you can usually add those flavors in after to kind of help enhance whatever you're eating right yeah you know what i mean like so if you make a marinade for your chicken add way too much salt there's nothing you can do about it rather than or Like salt, I don't know if you put salt in chicken, but like then, <laughs> but if you don't, if it's not salty enough when you're eating, you're like, Oh, I can add a bit of salt to it, you know? You right. can't really take stuff out once you put it in, so yeah. And
0: you know, I think for me, it's to change gears just a little bit. I definitely know that I cook like our mom, and I'm inspired a lot by that because mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm when I'm adding mm-hmm. stuff or making anything, I'm like. Oh, that sounds good. And I'll do like, I'll throw it in there. Like I don't even measure it out. Like I don't do a lot of baking and I know with baking you have to be more precise, which is why I don't like it, which is not really fair, but you know, I'm like a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that. Oh, we probably could add an onion to that. Yeah. You know, sure. Why not? Like, I'm just like doing Mm -hmm. that and kind of, you know, doing it until it feels right And, like, cooking something until it feels right. Like, that, I think, for me, is something I've learned to, like... To, instead of being so obsessed with, like, what temperature you're going to set the oven at. Or... Especially, maybe not set the oven, but, like, when you're cooking on the stovetop. Like, it's all about, like, the amount of heat I want. And, like, the sound that it's going to be making. And, you know... And then the Mm -hmm. smell of it. And, like, that's really how I determine when things are done. When things are ready. Like, what I want to add more of. And then... I think definitely inspired by you know people like Babish and you know just seeing like other cooks like I'm tasting things all the time like I pull out a spice and yeah. I'm like oh I don't know how much of this I really want to add and I'll like literally put my finger in there taste some of the spice and I'm like hmm, okay yeah no I like that you yeah, know a
1: lot of smelling a lot of tasting yeah like I agree it's um it's one of those things where like I'm asking my mom a lot of time like hey like what's this or what do you recommend on this? Do you have mm-hmm. ideas? You know, and I, I want to get more recipes cause like she has a lot of them. Yeah. And it's, uh, so definitely I just, that kind of comes out sometimes where I'm like, Oh, like this, this is good. I'm like, I, I kind of feel like mom right now, you know, right. This is a baked chicken. She'd be proud of this. Got some broccoli. She'd be proud of that. Yeah. It, it rice too. Like, I yeah, you know no, it all goes, it all goes it's, back it's to good. that. Yeah. And, uh, like definitely like, again, I'm going to bring in Gordon Ramsey one more time <laughs> is. And it's it's kind of a funny thing. Like whenever he's like, "Oh God, beautiful! Oh, it's so good!" Yeah. You know, doing that, yeah. you no joke. Like I've I have to stop myself from doing that when I'm like, "Oh, the chicken is super good!" Like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh!" Like Jack, you outdid yourself this time. Yeah, you know? I'm like, like it's nothing even amazing. It's just some homemade yeah. chicken. Yeah, being but proud like, of yourself for what you've done. Yeah, that. Yeah, you're like, you, you like, do you smell that? I made that. Like you know, right. So it's cool. I think. Cooking is definitely a very, once you get into it, it's a very, like, I don't know. I I think, for me, it's a zen thing. Mm -hmm. Like, when you get into, like, the moment of what you're doing, it's so much fun. So, you got music going, something playing. Mm -hmm. It's this podcast, this podcast. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean. Rack and Tour Collection. That's cooking. Jack and (laughs) Charlie. The Rack and Tour Collection. Bi-weekly.
0: Um (laughs) (laughs) no i definitely agree i think all of those are really good points um you know i there's so many other things i could talk about but we're getting close up to our hour here um so i feel like i had something else to say but i don't actually remember now i got distracted by saying bi-weekly um barbecue so going into ending thoughts um I actually think we touched on a lot of really good things and a lot of really good, you know, kind of tracing that lineage of watching our parents cook. And then kind of not, I it sounds cheesy to say, but kind of like living up to that legacy of like what your parents cook for you. Like we were lucky enough to have our parents that like that did cook for us. Like not everybody has that. And mm-hmm. so I guess in some ways, oh, yeah. you know, when I am cooking, it's, I think, a really nice way to like kind of mentally like reconnect with the past and, you know, things before yeah. things got too complicated, before things got all crazy, you know, it's like, oh no, I, you know, I'll usually turn on my audiobook, you know, mm-hmm. I'll have something cooking I'll and I'll start the dishes, you know, like, and it's just could become chicken. this nice routine.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things as at the same time that is relaxing, it's fun to do Especially if you had parents that did make breakfast for you or lunch or dinner for you every day, or almost every day, you don't realize how hard that is. Right. It's like to do every day for almost every meal. Got such a like, new appreciation for that. Yeah, it takes a lot. Like when I make a big breakfast, I'm like, "They used to do this like every day
0: and like on a are schedule." Like, you kidding, like, you kidding me? like we had to like go to school. Like they were doing it like on a, like a time
1: yeah. frame like it's like insane wake up at nine wake up at eight wake up at ten right you know mm. so i mean there's a lot of appreciation there i totally
0: remember what i was wanting to say and it's very important my thing is i don't you know
1: buy our merch i don't
0: i don't pull the gordon ramsay but it's something i do now that i'm sure my girlfriend loves and always laughs at but i always will go i'll pull something out of the pot and i'll go or out of the oven and i'll go oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh yeah we, like we made some delicious spaghetti a couple days ago and i like pulled off the uh, like pulled it off after i let it simmer for a while and i was like oh yeah
1: oh yeah it, by the like way that, we did that from emperor's new groove it's for, yeah i think it is from emperor's new groove <laughs> Kronk goes, oh yeah
0: it's all coming together <laughs> um by the way i cooked uh spaghetti and i did it with Instead of just doing like spaghetti noodles, yeah, spaghetti, we did a uh, shell noodles instead. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. I'm coming around mm-hmm. to doing spaghetti with shell noodles. I know you know some tra- some traditional people are probably like screaming at me. They're like, "You have no idea what you're doing, you monster!" But oh my gosh, it was really good.
1: Um. <laughs> I of the Day of Reckoning. Did you see that Papa John post where he was like, what? I ate 40 pizzas in 30 days, and what? this guy doesn't know how to make pizzas. And he was like, just no. the time will come. A day of reckoning is upon us. A day of reckoning is upon us. You want to kind of talk about what the Day of Reckoning is? Uh, the time will come. And that's where it ends, and you're like, what? <laughs> what? Um, Hold, you ate 40 pizzas in 30
0: days? jack do you have any ending ending thoughts or any last things you want to add man i think i think i'm good i think i'm done so gotcha well everyone friends family new listeners old listeners people coming back after the war losers
1: winners chefs don't say people coming back after the war and then followed by losers <laughs> don't say that no you're the one who said losers <laughs> cut it out cut it
0: out got it got it got it everyone thank you no, so much it. oh my
1: god you interrupted me sorry go ahead and say whatever you want to say and then i'll close out i'm just saying we're working on it guys we're working on talking over each other but we appreciate you guys listening always you know your feedback is very much appreciated um you know, thank you for taking this hour out of your day to listen. It means a lot. Hopefully, it got you through whatever you were doing. And hopefully, you were listening. Uh, you especially. You know who you are. <laughs> All
0: right. You might go ahead and round us out here. Uh, what does round us out mean? Well, it means this Everyone, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the reconteur collection from charlie and jack we hope you all have a great night a great drive a great morning and most of all
1: a good life stay beautiful goodbye bye